0: Welcome to The Circle Sessions, featuring The Circle of Experts. The Circle of Experts are Yasmin Robles from Robles Designs, Tanisha english amamu of TJE Communications, and Don the Idea Guy. I'm Brett Johnson from Circle 270 Media Podcast Consultants. Each week, one of the Circle of Experts joins me to talk about critical aspects of growing your podcast. We focus on marketing, social media, monetization, and website design with implementation of all these in mind. This week, Don is here with the Circle of Experts. He possesses creative powers beyond those of mere mortals. Don the Idea Guy rescues those in need of innovative ideas through his brainstorming sessions at fivebuck brainstorms. Don, thanks for joining me today. How's it going, Brett? Good. Let's get right into Ripped from the podcast headlines. And I completely forgot about Joe Rogan's contract ending very shortly as of our recording here in November. Uh, walking into 2024, his contract with Spotify is coming to an end.
1: It is. It's. Uh, we had quite the pre-show discussion about which stories to cover. There's a ton of stuff out there this week. But this one, I believe, is top of the podcast news because of the popularity of Rogan's podcast. I think he's still the number one podcast out there. Um, Full disclaimer, I am not a Joe Rogan podcast listener, but I can still uh, keep up on what he's doing and admire the work he's done. But Spotify paid a ton of money to sign him to an exclusive deal. And I don't know that I don't know if they made a profit on that deal. They they got a lot of headlines. They got a lot of media buzz out of it. So uh, they certainly got news coverage. But did they get revenue? And I, I don't think they did. Um, I think that that was a big paycheck to give to Rogan. I think Rogan's only increased in popularity. I think it was a good bet. But I don't know that they're converting their investment into revenue. How about you?
0: I think the same thing. I, again, I don't have we're not privy of any of that. I kind of wonder Spotify may have caught the perfect rising star moment that Rogan was just uh, propelling up. And bringing him on didn't, you know, it, it was exclusive content. Uh it, it didn't hurt at all from what we've heard. The money probably it, it was it was an investment for them to make sure that they were setting themselves up as the number 2 podcast Platform, they jumped over Google or a Google Podcast. You know, Stitcher went away. All the other ones are you know at single-digit percentages in regards to usage for podcast players. Where Spotify has propelled itself, not even close to Apple yet, but they're there. They they, they brought people into Spotify to listen to podcasts on the Spotify platform. So I I kind of wonder if I, I I agree with you with the aspect that. I don't think Spotify's going to renew. They've already kind of shot over the bow kind of going we're not overpaying anymore. We're not overpaying anymore. So who I would love to be a fly on the wall in the discussion room with these guys. I mean, Rogan is two people. It's Joe and his producer. So, you know, if he leaves, he's got to find uh, in which they'll be knocking on his door, X or whatever to bring on him onto their network. So, he he'll be okay in that fashion. It just comes down to what it will look like. I don't think Spotify is going to lose anything by letting Joe go. I, I just don't think they will. I think Spotify um, Spotify's putting money in a lot of different buckets and they're just not writing all on music and they're not writing all on podcasts. They're ingesting audiobooks now. And the yeah, I the, think the, there's a lot of other things they're going to make money on.
1: Yeah, they're they're running into their own issues on the on the audiobooks mm-hmm. with uh, Apple uh, wanting to take yeah. the larger cut than they're willing to pay and um The last I heard, they were going to give away a certain number of hours of audiobook listening to premium Spotify subscribers. So, you know, that is definitely a different business category. But with Rogan in particular, Spotify is a top podcast platform for a younger audience. I still don't look at Spotify as a podcast player for me. It it is rare that I listen to a podcast. Um, I think their sorting mechanism for playlists and uh bands and podcasts gets mistakenly clicked uh you know the what's new for me comes up and i end up clicking a podcast because i thought it was album art for something else so if I've listened to, I think I've listened to more podcasts by accident on Spotify than I've done on purpose. I don't really subscribe to podcasts on Spotify. Now the audience is a good match for Rogan. Uh, I think he does resound with a a younger demo. Um, I think that the CEO of Spotify coming out and saying they're not going to overpay for any more podcasts speaks directly to their intent with Rogan. Um, My fear is that the public will see their decision not to renew Rogan and think Spotify's in a bad position. I don't think they are. I think they'll be in a worse position if they renew with, uh, with Rogan. Rogan's price tag is certainly going to go up. It's not going to go down. He's, he's become more popular. Um, But I don't think it benefits Spotify to put him on there. There was talk about Rogan going over to X, but the last I heard X isn't, paying creators to come over and produce the content. They've been doing some rewards with engagement of posts. Like I don't think Elon wrote a check to Tucker Carlson to bring his show over there. Hmm. Um I think that Rogan's podcast will fit in on hmm. X big fat blank check from Spotify over the last couple of years to be exclusive there and he would not have to go out and sell anything. He could just focus on creation. If he's going to be like Tucker um Tucker brings his own advertising in Tucker's starting his own media company. Um, so Rogan's gonna have to take more responsibility in bringing in advertisers. Take the money that Spotify paid you and invest in a sales team. And I think he can make more profit uh on what on what he's producing. Um, I think that not being restricted solely to Spotify would increase his audience size. Uh, but will he get a guarantee, a big fat guarantee with all those zeros on it? If he uh, doesn't go with Spotify, I I don't know. You'd have to have a good sales team. You'd have to know how to sell it. Uh, but his audience is there, so you know. I think we're arguing uh, over. I think we're debating whether he's going to make a zillion dollars or a bazillion dollars, right? <laughs>
0: Ultimately, yeah, and I guess it comes down to it's interesting how Spotify will take a look at this. Um, I, I, you know, I'm, not this I'm not the smartest person in the room about that, but I, I, I would like to see what would happen when th- that uh, arrangement goes away. I, I, I think Spotify will be fine. I think Joe will be fine. Um, I, I, just do. I, I think it would be now on the technical part of it. I kind of, uh, I, if he does go to X, I think they better figure out to make sure that X can handle the traffic <laughs> knowing X has had some problems before, uh, cause that's a lot of ears going over to X on that platform to hear him. Um, but you know what the question being too, you know, when, when Stern came off of terrestrial and went on to Sirius XM, there were people that were not going to pay. He lost audience. Because of that, so how many people will go over to X to listen to him on exclusivity? And I mean, they're probably looking at going. Come on, every four years, I got to find a new platform to listen to you. I'm so. I I now listen to Spotify. You know, the
1: other is with the the exclusivity though is with a podcasting. Do you really want exclusivity? I mean, I know you want to be restricted to a platform. So let's say. Spotify doesn't pay for the exclusivity with Rogan anymore. As long as Rogan's producing a podcast, you'll with a with a open feed. As long as it's not a, mm-hmm. uh, exclusive, they're still going to be able to play the Rogan podcast on Spotify.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs>
1: Spotify'll yeah. still be able to sell ads uh, around it. Whatever the rules to their mm-hmm. podcast platform is, uh, with any podcast that's on there, um, it just comes down to if somebody. I don't think he's going to go to X. If he goes to X, there's no exclusivity there. How would it be exclusive to X? Uh. If there's a feed, you're going to be able to listen to it any place. If he's going to do an exclusive deal anywhere and somebody that's theoretically has the ability to write the check for it but probably shouldn't and fits more of Rogan's model is iHeart. I mean, iHeart could put them on their air in their terrestrial stations and have them in the iHeart podcast network. That's that's a good bet for him. Uh, That might be worth the money because now iHeart can sell around him in the terrestrial stations and in the podcasting and rogan still gets to take home a check without doing any of the hard work other than producing the content
0: yeah and they're they're not I-
1: responsible for the sales
0: right and their iheart app is d- designed for exclusivity i mean it's, it's there yeah, yeah. I, you know yeah that would be a juice for them that would be a juice i hadn't thought about iheart that would make a lot of sense and he fits right in with the the mode and the mindset uh for them. That would oh, be yeah. good. That would be good. Yeah, exactly. No, that's, that's,
1: that's the idea guy bringing, yeah. bringing the ideas to the podcast. Yeah, that's, that's
0: why I'm here. That's not been discussed. That's very true. That's it's very true. So, yeah. So we wanted to go on and move into, I saw a uh, blog recently from Headliner, which is um, an app that you can use to make audiograms. So they're, they're totally into the prep and promotion of your podcast. And they did a, a survey recently and I thought it was interesting on the on the take, and not necessarily just like wow that meant th- 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 that these podcasters spend this amount of time working on each episode. But I think it comes down to it's a nice lo- uh, reminder of a podcaster taking a look at how much time do you spend on your podcast. So they came up with uh, from this survey that the average podcaster spends an average of thirteen point nine four, let's just call it fourteen hours working on each episode. Now, I had to stop and pause there going, how often do you publish (laughs) 14 hours on each episode? And we don't know what podcasts filled the survey. We could find out, I'm sure, they would give you the information. So, Well, and how do you define
1: working on?
0: Right. So What's
1: that involved? Yeah,
0: so they broke it down even further, according to the survey, that 54% of that time, So we're talking of the 14 hours, 7.5 hours of time goes to creating the podcast. What does that mean? Could be research all the way to hitting stop after the recording. Okay. So let's, yes, that that amount of time. Editing accounted for 27%. So of that 14 hours, that's three, over nearly four hours of time spent editing. And the remainder- Per
1: episode. Per per episode.
0: Per episode. Um, Which to me, as you stated, looks as though, okay, you're talking about probably true crime podcasts, audio dramas. Uh, I I do see examples in podcast uh, Facebook posts of just the normal conversation like you and I are having, and they are over-edited. They spend way too much time taking little pauses out, taking the ums out, taking that pause right there I just created – out of it because they want that flow. is like, folks, it's a conversation. You don't have to spend that kind of time editing a podcast. Um, and then the remaining 19%, uh, nearly three hours of the time goes to promoting the episode. And as you progress, as you become a veteran, you start to gravitate toward really liking doing other things like veteran creators have been producing a show for 10 plus years and spend the most time on promotion. Uh, newbies are considered less than a year podcasting and then, um, middle age shows between seven to nine years spend the least time on promotion. So overall they're saying you gravitate toward what you like doing. (laughs) So yeah, that makes sense. We all do, right? For sure. For sure. So I think, you know, as we get toward the end of the year beginning of the new year, I look at it as take some time to, to, to really evaluate where do you spend your time on your podcast? How much time do you spend on the creation of it? And let's call it from the, the minute you start research to the time that you hit stop on your recorder. That's your creation. And then you can divide it up from there. And then taking a look at your editing and then taking a look at your promotion. I would advise <laughs> that you really minimize that, 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 that the, um, the editing. And if it takes as much time as they're saying, to you to edit three hours, you need to outsource that editing. You don't need to be spending three hours of editing on a podcast because you can spend that additional time that you save to promote. You only spend 19%. If if those averages are on average for everyone, let's say 19% of your time is spent on promoting, your podcast is not going to grow as fast as you want it to. You've got to spend more time on promoting.
1: Yeah, I'm going to, weigh in on the three levels there to the creation, editing, and promotion. So creation, what I see in the article is they're defining that as across the board, that's prep time and recording. That's all they're counting prep time. So if you love your topic, then everything you do to absorb information about that topic, you could classify as prep time. Right. Right. So if, if you are doing a true crime podcast, and you're watching a bunch of serial killer documentary on Netflix, are you counting that as prep time? Because it's research. You know, are you scouring websites and reading up on you know serial killers from history? That that's prep time. Are you writing out those scripts? That was something else I was thinking about. Mm-hmm. Um I think a lot of people script their podcasts so the time they're putting in there could be writing out their scripts that that would also qualify as prep time and then your actual recording so i could see if somebody started a podcast because they love a topic and why would you start a podcast on a topic you hated you're going to embrace the prep time because that's fun for you it's Mm -hmm. it's it's a hobby if and then you go into editing. The, the different sides of the editing is some people love editing. I think they go into a zen-like trance. It's <laughs> this. It's very um, meditative for them, so they spend time on it because it it quiets their mind. Uh, and then you have other people who hate it, and hopefully they are outsourcing that. Maybe maybe that's why it, it averages down. But um, there's still a lot of people spend a lot of time with editing. I think. A lot, as you mentioned, and we've discussed in the past, a lot of shows are overproduced, which means they could be inserting a lot of sound bites. They could be playing with a lot of music and overdubs and effects. So I think that you could fall, it would be easy to fall into the minutiae of editing and uh, over editing. I don't think there was anything in the survey that said, they talk to people who were trying to do this as efficiently as possible. Some things you don't want to do efficiently. Sometimes, sometimes you just want to sit back and enjoy it. What I thought was interesting is that promotion does seem to be the least favorite for everybody, which just kind of cracks me up. They spend the time... Hands, it's like if you were a fine artist, you're going to the store, you're picking out all the paints and all the fancy brushes you want to use. You're prepping the canvas. You're spending all this time painting this beautiful masterpiece. And then you shove it in a closet and don't hang it in a gallery. That's very strange to me. you got to tell the world about this thing you're so proud of. Although with spending all that time in creation and editing, maybe they got to get right back on the wheel and start running down the next show prep time. <laughs>
0: And that's a lot of it. That's what came to my mind too. That you you create your, uh, uh, using your analogy, you created a painting. Now you got to work on the next painting. You got to work on the next painting, and you got to work on the next painting. And you got to go get new brushes. Got to get more paint. All in that. But the, wait a minute, what happened to that first painting? Oh, I got to bring it out of the closet. I got to I got to I got I to gotta, I gotta tell people about this first painting though well, that, that first painting not the greatest in the world, but that's where I started, and I need to promote that, though, you know, it, it, that that sort of no, thing. I don't, I,
1: I don't even think it is the fact that they feel it's – I bet you if we did a survey about why you don't like to promote your podcast, I don't think it would be, oh, well, my earlier works aren't as good. I bet you more of it would be, well, it sounds like I'm blowing my own horn. It, it sounds like I'm bragging, mm-hmm. um, and they don't separate – marketing and promotion from horn blowing. And I think sometimes you do have to blow your own horn, but you do it in a in an intelligent way and in an engaging way in and inviting. Look, I made this thing for you. If you love true crime podcasts, I you know, I pour 90% of my time into prep time. You're gonna love the research I put into this thing. Um you know I'm thinking about a uh podcast I listen to on pirate history. This guy must spend a ton of time <laughs> researching pirate history reading obscure books uh if anything trying to understand the old english text of some of these books that he has sourced as his reference material uh and then his podcasts are well produced he he has worked in some sound effects uh that makes you feel like you're back there um But I don't think he does a good job of promoting it. I think he hopes his audience is going to promote it for him. Mm -hmm. Uh, He promotes it in the podcast. If you listen to the podcast, he'll tell you to go to his Patreon. But aside from that, I think I found it by accident when I was searching for pirate podcasts. Mm. So I haven't listened to an episode of his show for a while. And I'm just realizing he hasn't invited me to listen for quite some time. Mm. I signed up for his email list. I haven't gotten anything from him to come back and listen to a new episode. Interesting. People underestimate the value that promotion has in not just growing your audience, but reminding your existing audience that you're still here and producing content for them.
0: Right. And it's a grind. It is a grind. There's no instant love that when you post that you have a new episode out, which I advise don't do that specifically. Don't post that you have a new episode out. Talk about what's in the episode and get people excited to want to listen to it. Um, But you're not going to get that instant love. The algorithms are against you, number one, and number two, it's, it's that which pond am I fishing in? You know, I'm, I am. Are my people on Facebook? Are my people on Instagram? Probably both, or you know, all the other social media platforms. It's it's a difficult thing to do, and mm-hmm. and there is some truism that you may have to, you know, you you may not see the love coming back until you're either at episode one hundred or maybe a year year and a half into it. You're going to have to keep going. Well, I mean- yeah.
1: Think about all the really successful content that's out there for superhero films. You know, I think every Batman movie that was made, uh, that was uh, produced made money. I don't think there was any Batman movie that lost money, uh, even the George Clooney one, but they still advertise them. Mm -hmm. I mean, every Marvel superhero movie that comes out, they're making a ton of money. You know, they're just dropping off bags of money at the bank. Well, they're still advertising. It. They're still telling the people, oh, you love the Spider-Man movie? You're going to love the the uh, Doctor Strange movie. Or you love Doctor Strange, the first Doctor Strange movie? You're going to love the sequel. They're still telling their audience that they're producing content. Right. Every Star Wars movie that's come out, every Star Wars show that's come out, they're still advertising the hell out of it. It can't be your least favorite thing to do. Or even if it is your least favorite thing to do, you still got to do it. Think about it as doing the dishes. Hate doing the dishes. Not my favorite thing to do housework wise, but man, I still got to do them or they just pile up and get gross.
0: Yeah, right. So, right. You still
1: got to do your promotion. I think the new euphemism for promoting your podcast is going to, we're just going to call it doing the dishes. (laughs) Still (laughs) got to do the dishes. Still
0: got to do the dishes. Exactly. You may (laughs)
1: love preparing the meal, you may love sitting down to eat the meal. It Sucks to wash the dishes, you but you go. still gotta wash the dishes. I
0: like it. I like it exactly. And let's end on. I, I, I think yeah, you found the story, and I may have run across it as well too. And I thought it was fascinating. Speaking because, of superheroes, yeah, superheroes. exactly. Uh, you added another dimension to this. That uh, turning on the TV, um, we're, we're, there is a percentage of us that are listening to audio on our TV. We're just turning the TV on and listening to audio. I thought this was really and it, it's it's up. 30% year over year.
1: Yeah, their their stats on this was a little weird. So this is from Inside Audio Marketing. Mm-hmm. They're quoting a study from uh, Edison Research, right? right? Right. And they had some weird stats in here. So they talked about 6.9% of audio listening time among Americans 13 and older went to TV devices like Roku or gaming consoles, during the third quarter of last year? Is that what we're talking about?
0: um, That's a good question. I think it's
1: last year because then the first thing they say is what you alluded to, which was it's up 30% from
0: a year ago. Yeah, it'd have to be because Edison doesn't um, put their research out that quickly. I mean, they they take time to ingest and digest, so yeah.
1: So thirty up. it says it's up 30% from a year ago, but then it says – it's more than tripled since 2016. And I think about 2016, that's before a lot of heavy podcast use. So I think, you know, are we talking about Pandora? Because Pandora was an app on Roku early. Um, and then it says the rate of increase has taken off in the past year is almost doubling since 2020. So you, you got a lot of things. It's tripled since 2016. It's doubled since 2020. And it's up. from a year ago. So you have a lot of overlapping numbers here. I think that the main point is listening to it on your TV is up. Um, But it's still a distant third place from any other media, right? Smart speakers is still up Mm -hmm. your phone, you know, the most portable thing ever. Uh, You're still going to be ranking way higher than uh, television, They end up closing the article by saying that uh, mobile phones account for 8% of all radio listening, Uh, computers 3%, smart speakers 2%, and then TVs 1%. But the use on TV, I think, is interesting because it's trending up, so it becomes more exciting. The use cases I can personally give for that are every year when my wife decorates the tree – she turns on Pandora or Spotify app on our Roku and listens to her holiday music because we don't have a stereo or a smart speaker in our living room. And that has a better speaker than her phone would. So it makes sense to put it on in there. Um, if I'm reading in the living room again, no, no stereo, no smart speaker in the living room. The TV is the smart speaker. Basically we use a Roku soundbar. So it's got good audio. Um, I will put on some atmospheric music on a Spotify playlist and read while I'm in there. I think that makes sense. But is it my go-to? No, it just sounds better than my phone speaker. Um, But I ran across this yesterday that made me want to talk about it in today's show. I was on max. I'm going to call it HBO max because it started out as HBO, then it was HBO max and now it's max. It's like calling X, formerly Twitter, right? Mm -hmm. So on max, Uh, home of all the DC comics content. Uh, My wife went to a uh, women in technology conference this past week. So I was looking up all the old Batman movies. I was watching the Batman movies. And while I'm on there, I see a listing for a new show I hadn't heard of. And it was a, it was a show about the flash. And I thought maybe it was animated because I've already watched the other flash movie. That's not what this was. Uh, It had a subtitle. I can't remember what it is right now. And the only graphic for it was the logo, the flash superhero logo. So I click on this thing to to start it expecting animation and it's all audio. There's a, the logo is animated so that it's a rotating spectrum of colors uh, making the uh, the flash logo uh, scintillate. But it's all audio. It's a, po- it's a podcast. But nowhere on their listing, one, did they call it a podcast? Two, did they call it audio-only content? It was just listed as a flash show among all the other programming. So I think you're going to end up with a group of people who are confused by this and call tech support to say they're picture's not working the video's not working um if it's really a podcast and dc has done some good podcasts dc has done a batman podcast they've done a riddler podcast marvel's done a wolverine podcast Mm -hmm. but they were promoted as podcasts um or they were promoted as audiobooks on audible hbo max is not promoting this in anything i've seen uh i get the the marketing newsletter being a subscriber haven't seen anything about it in the newsletter they're not this, they're not describing it as anything different in their on-screen listings so it's an interesting experiment but i think they're setting themselves up to confuse their viewers um did you have take?
0: yeah but did you happen to see when that was posted what when it was it brand new did you did you see a date it had
1: to be had to be relatively new i i don't okay. think i saw a, a posting date uh, on it
0: yeah Okay. but I wonder um, if it,
1: in HBO Max fairly recently, okay. uh, fairly uh, consistently, I didn't see
0: anything. I wonder if it was part of this, uh, the, uh, the the strike. They wanted to put new content up, but they couldn't film anything. But it, but they had the writers that could write and put something up. I, I don't know. I, 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 They're not that, setting expectations. Right, yeah, I, I, to me, I, I would agree. I think um, without promoting it and, and just putting it out there, if they're just trying to experiment, going, okay, let's just put it out there and see what happens. That isn't fair to anybody that's written it, because <laughs> um, that's a lot of effort. As we know, They're, you know, fourteen hours per episode <laughs> prep time for podcast episodes. Um, but that's interesting um, that there, no one thinks of Max to go to to listen to a podcast. I think, yes, you're, you're going to confuse everyone. And probably the the, um, the adoption of it's going to be very, very low. Uh, I, I, I'd not even heard of this until you brought it up. So yeah, it's almost still in my mind kind of going, what are they trying to do? Why did they do this? Is it of the forefront to creating something video and it goes away? Uh, it's very interesting on their part um, that it, it costs them absolutely nothing to do. They paid some writers. And that was about it. Well, you know, sound I'm, effects, that's it. So
1: well, I'm I'm doing uh you know some on the fly research as yeah. we're talking here because you the, you ask a good point of when did it come out? Mm-hmm. And it looks like one, this was originally published as a regular podcast. Okay.
0: Um
1: I see listings for it on iTunes and Spotify, All right. which Spotify is where I heard about the uh the Batman podcast mm-hmm. first. Um and it looks like it came out back in June. Uh, okay. I'm seeing this post from DC, the flash 17 weeks ago talking about how the flash escaped the midnight circus podcast, which that's not the title on the max screen. It just, it's just called the flash escape the midnight circus. So the full name is escape the midnight circus podcast. It's an original scripted story uh, it says 17 weeks ago, it was coming soon to Apple Podcasts, and it was promoted in conjunction with to pre order the Flash movie on Apple TV. So it was just Flash content to get people excited about the upcoming, now having been
0: released for a while, Flash movie on Apple TV. But it doesn't
1: tie in, it's not a prequel to the movie which would have been smart. Yeah. It could have been a cool prequel. Oh my it's gosh. It's a different could actor. Yeah. They didn't use the actor. They didn't use the same actor either. Not from the TV series or the movie. Um, it's it's uh, uh, probably a, a voice actor named Max Greenfield. I, I don't know yeah. him.
0: That, you know, you bring that as, as a prequel. That is a very cool idea. Very cool idea before you, you know, because you, tons of shows are, you know, Post series finishing or season is done, then they'll you know uh, support it with a podcast series. Yeah, Five Orphan or Black episodes. did that. Yeah,
1: Orphan yeah. Black did uh, wow. a fantastic TV series. I love that TV series. Mm-hmm. And when the show ended, people wanted more, but the TV series was done. But they hired back the same actress to to reprise her role on the podcast. And
0: I thought that was really smart. It's ingenious. It just to keep them excited. You keep your core excited, at least. It's not going to grab yeah. everyone, but that core is, is uh, those are the folks that are going to promote it for you. They're the, they're the ones that are going to raise the flag and go, did you hear this? Did you hear this? Did you hear this? Um, to keep it well, going. Well, you know,
1: that's a really great point. You With so many people, I'm not sure how much you follow superhero stuff mm-hmm. like I do, but so many people love the Snyder verse. Justice League movies. You know, that's Ben Affleck as Batman, Henry okay. Cavill as Superman, okay. Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. Um, who's the uh, – who's Aquaman?
0: Oh, uh, I couldn't tell you his name, but I know who you're talking about. I don't know his name.
1: Right, yeah. the Hawaiian dude. Yes. Uh, Jason Momoa as okay. Yeah, okay. Aquaman. Uh, the guy as Flash. Um, okay. But – they're rebooting the DC universe. They're, they're turning it into a James Gunn universe. And so many people, it's just divided, like the Snyder universe. They love the Snyder universe. and They're, they're going to hate everything that James Gunn does. What a way to keep that other universe going. Oh, yeah. Uh, DC would have to be willing to do it. The problem is they're not. But the, you could have made the Snyder universe people happy by just having those actors do voice uh, continuations, uh, podcast only, audiobook only, uh, episodes, you wouldn't have nearly the budget you would require for mm-hmm. a summer blockbuster, and it could still be just as dramatic. That'd be really cool. And, I would absolutely tune into and, that. Maybe even pay a subscription fee for it. And
0: totally easy money for the actors and actresses. Oh yeah. Oh, they would go for it in a heartbeat. That, that's that's simple stuff. It's simple stuff for them. Yeah, to keep that going. But yeah, talk about a missed opportunity of. Not making The Flash as a prequel to – yeah, which is a weird cross-pollination. I know mean, we're going a little bit deep into this, but it's that – so Apple TV has The Flash movie, but it, they put the podcast to promote that on Max. Is that what you're saying?
1: No, no. No. The, oh. the, the post I was reading was from oh. the DC uh, Instagram account. Okay. And this post was specifically promoting the fact the podcast was available on Apple Podcasts. Okay. So I think Apple Podcasts probably had it before Max started carrying it okay. cuz Max isn't a podcast platform. Uh, so this was on Spotify, this was on uh, Apple Podcasts. This was probably on listen to it on your favorite podcast player. I wasn't aware of it hmm. because I don't use iTunes as my podcast feed. Yeah. Um but that's a they were using it in conjunction with an Apple promotion here. Okay. Now, if I go to the Max uh, account you know will it show me that they're promoting the flash thing i i don't know yeah but
0: you know, probably not
1: it showed on it premiered on um max before it premiered on any of the other platforms so you would think that
0: um <laughs> what a strange strange journey this podcast has been on it for, well like the, i ran across know, it by yeah. accident
1: you got it what was that thing we talked about promotion yeah you gotta exactly. do the dishes you gotta do, you gotta do dishes. the dishes
0: yeah and man they left a lot of dishes in the dishwasher on this one. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Wow. Okay. This is, yeah. Well, this story's turned in a little bit more than what I was expecting. This is a good, this is a good journey, a good learning lesson, actually. So, yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, hey, as we end, as we always do, what's your, uh, let's, let's talk about how to get a hold of you.
1: Oh, the easiest place to find me is at DonTheIdeaGuy.com. Uh, all my other stuff links from there. You mentioned five buck brainstorms. It's always a fun place to go, but Don the Idea Guy on all of your socials.
0: Cool. How about
1: you? Where should we be running into you these
0: days? Uh, Right on my own website, circle270media.com. Or sometimes it's easier just to remember my podcast guy. And then you can subscribe to my uh, weekly newsletter, as Don referenced a little bit ago, Uh, one of the stories I I did um, put in there. But, yeah, that's a free one. So, you know, join up on on that one and keep informed on what's going on in the podcast space as well as listening to this podcast. And uh, thanks for joining us. Thanks, Don.
1: Absolutely. Happy to participate.